I've always like I thought Thai tea was black tea, but then I'm realizing that Thai tea is not exactly black tea, but it is like they say it's black tea. That's why I'm so confused. I love Thai tea, or at least like the the sweet Thai tea that you get in Thailand. Uh-huh. I'm a huge fan of that, but I pick tea over coffee too. Are you a co- I guess like because. Y- Let's backtrack a bit. So I guess, like, what what is the story of Erica? Because when I first met you, you I just remember you were this American lawyer, and then she was, like, deuces to, you know, corporate law, and then you moved to the Caribbean, and you're just out here living your best life. Like, I'm just like, wait, I'm, like, I'm trying to be like you. Like, so I'm curious, like, how, like, can you share, like, the story of Erica, at least as as it has been written this time. Oh my gosh, that would be, that would take a very long time. <laughs> but I think that the, the best way to talk about the story of Erica would be two words, love and alignment. And I think that those two things explain absolutely everything about my story. So I think that one of the first things that I experienced as a a child was being abused, sexually abused. And that set me up, I think, for really going inside. And in terms of my connection with the outside world it was all about performance all about you know Mm. perfection getting the best grades showing up in the best way and like finding somewhere where I could I don't know make myself feel better take my Mm. mind off of you know this this terrible no good very bad thing that I experienced as a as a as a child and I think running alongside that was just this desire for attention and appreciation. And, you know, I, I became obsessed with Perry Mason and Matlock, two shows that I still watch to this day, every time I come back to America with my grandmother. And I decided at a pretty young age that I'm a high performer. I'm going to be super smart. And that's going to be my claim to fame. And I'm going to be a lawyer. And so when I finished on my undergraduate degree, I was a business major and I had found my way sort of creeping into finance, creeping into Wall Street and just by the grace of God, <laughs> that, that did not work out because I have lots of friends who did go that way. Hey, y'all, no offense. By the grace of God, that did work <laughs> out and I actually ended up going to Taiwan to teach English. So I went to Taiwan. Mm. I ended up alignment. I, it was not an aligned decision for me to continue with that. I left that after a few months, went to Thailand, speaking of Thai tea, and hung out there for a few months. And then I came back to the States. It was just everything I needed. And I like I feel like that period of time just set me up to to meet another part of myself, right? I feel like traveling my entire life has always set me up to meet another part of myself, to explore the music I actually like, 
to explore like where I, who I want to hang out with and who I want to be. You know, when you come from a particular background, it's like, this is what I'm doing. This is what everybody else is doing. I'm fitting into this. And I feel like there were just a, ser- a series of extraordinary, wonderful events that helped me to understand I'm an odd duck and to sort of embrace that. Anyway, <laughs> slight side note. So I ended up um, in Thailand and just explored a whole different world, a whole different way to be. And that was sort of my foundation of going into this sort of corporate direction. So when I came back, I ended up, I'll kind of try to shorten the story, but I ended up working in marketing for law firms while I was studying for the LSATs. Took the LSATs, went to law school, did very well, continued my perfectionism, um, and then went on to clerk for a judge, a circuit court judge, um, and then to work for some, some large law firms in the States. And again, it came down to love and alignment, love in the like very purest sense. Um, my love was in, in Amsterdam. I was in Washington, D.C., and I ended up at a store one day and this old man, I was on the phone talking to my cousin and this old man, I was getting off. He was standing there like checking me out. And I said to my cousin, I love you. And my cousin said, I love you. And we like, get off the phone. And the old man looked at me and he said, I love you. And I said, oh, I love you too. <laughs> and he said, you know, I don't get to hear that very often. And I was like, well, why, why is that? And he said, well, you know, now I only have my sister. My wife passed away some years ago. Who were you just on the the call? No, he said, where is your love? He didn't ask me who I was talking to because I would have said my cousin. Mm. He said, where is your love? And I said, oh, he's in Amsterdam. And he said, well, what are you doing here? So this was at a point in my legal career where I was kind of like the alignment was off. I knew I could do it. I knew I could do it well, but I wasn't, I wasn't living my optimal life. Like you have a good life, but what's your optimal, like what is the best use of you? And I could just Mm. feel being a lawyer, it's not the best use of me. And, you know, I was really struggling with being good at something and not being obsessed with it. And so when he said, when he said, where's your love? And I said, Amsterdam, he looked at me, he said, you young people think you live forever. You think you're going to live forever. And girl, I like the tears welled up in my eyes. I was like, oh my gosh, like I do, like we do live like this. I think I was probably 29, 30 and you're like, oh, I'll get to it. And I walked out of that store. I called my now husband and I said, and he said, he said, he said, we think we're going to live forever. (laughs) And he was like, He's like, pull your life together. <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's what he said. He said, quit. He said, quit. You don't love it. And I said, boo, I'm going to think about it. Because usually I would be like, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> like, do you- <laughs> I know. Because there's that the part of you that's like comfort. You're like, bro, what? What? Excuse me. That, everything we just worked up for. Like, what? Why are we throwing that all away? Like, excuse me. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I mean, it wasn't the first time you told me to quit, but the, the very first time you told me to quit, I lost my mind. I was like, well, let's move out of this million dollar apartment. And let's what we just bought a fridge. Yeah. Let's move into that box. Like, what are you talking? Shut up. That's ridiculous. But this time, years later, when he said, well, quit, I said, I'm going to start that process. And I did. 
I did. I feel like that was <clears throat> at the end of one year. And I think a few months into the next year, I was throwing in the towel, give, putting in my resignation. And that's, that's an interesting story because I went to my absolute favorite partner at that firm to talk about leaving. And um, she was like, what's going on? And I was just like, <laughs> we're all dying. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I said, we are all dying. Okay. <laughs> and I, this is not. <laughs> I'm wasting my time here. Like... I, I was like, this is not the life I want to live. If it's true that we're all dying, then this is, this ain't it for me. Right. And I was, I mean, I respect the fact that it was it for her and hit and it for so many of my lawyer friends, it for my lawyer husband, but it wasn't for me. And so what's funny is another, this is like going to be, you know, aired in public, but another partner was at the partner meeting where they announced like Erica's going to, she's going to leave. And, um, the partners were like, okay, well, you know, what can we do? What can we do to keep her? Is there, you know, maybe we can set her up in Amsterdam. She wants to go there. Her love is there. Let's set her up as a lawyer in Amsterdam. And the partner I quit to said, oh no, she said she's dying. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> and so I don't think that she wants to do that. And so the partner, this is, she's in a different she's place. Just, she <laughs> has gone. She is, she's all the way over there yeah. now. And so the partner who came back and told me that was like, Erica, did you really say that? I said, girl, yes, I did. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I meant it. And it's true. It is objectively. <laughs> it is, though. It is so true. Right? You can't dispute that. Like, especially as lawyers, we want to look, we want to find the hole, find the lie. We are all like actively walking towards the grave. Like, it's the one thing where everybody doesn't want to admit it's true. But like, when you say it, you're like, it's like, why'd you bring that up, Erica? Obviously, we know that. Yeah. Like, why, why would you ruin the party? Like, but it's not. We knew that was coming. But it's not ruining it the isn't, party. It isn't. It's waking you up. It's waking you up. It's saying, listen, you got this one life. It goes by so freaking quickly quickly what you gonna do what are you gonna do with it exactly exactly yeah that's so funny because it's like i feel like i always had this fear around death until i realized like yeah what it really is doing is helping you focus and realizing like yeah like you like every day counts like if you're just letting it go by like you gotta recognize it counts because you're never gonna get it back not in a bad way but more of like what really is something that you really want to do with this time? That's it. Choose. Choose and choose consciously. Death can be, in one of my favorite books, um, A Separate Reality by Carlos Castaneda. He said, death should be a trusted advisor. And I am like, absolutely. It should guide your choices. It could guide your choices. I choose to to live it that way. Yeah. And I guess like, so then... What did you transition to after you were like, okay, we're done with with corporate. We we found we go to our love, mm -hmm. and like now I like because I know like you you help guide kind of folks. So I guess like I'm curious like how that part of like finding what it was that helped you fulfill your purpose, um, but also like kind of helped you move towards like that best life that you felt like you were more aligned with. 
Oh, it was a hot mess. It was just a lot of stumbling and feeling around. No. So when I was still practicing law, towards the end of it, I took a course on becoming a life coach. So it was like a one-year course and you were, you know, sort of coaching the whole year. And I was starting to notice that as a lawyer, like the the way my office was set up, and I worked for two, two law firms uh, in my sort of post-law school career, I always had my light off. I always had like soft music playing and it started to become noticeable that my office was sort of everyone's um, reset office. So people would just come in and they would plop down in a chair, sometimes say absolutely nothing to me and just sit there and breathe and be and then get up and go back and do whatever it is they were doing. And so once I started this coaching thing, like here and there, I would like have a little chat, you know, I'm doing this coaching thing. Oh, you know, if you're, if you're interested. Um, and so I had an idea that the coaching thing would be something I wanted to do when I, when I left. But the, the truth is, I don't think my confidence was there to really walk out of the door and hop into that. So that's one, two, the thought of going back. Cause like, of course I came from this corporate background. So I was like, I'll just go back into corporate and coach there. And that was over a decade ago and coaching and all of this self-reflection work was kind of like, oh, whatever, you know, this is ridiculous. This arty farty, woo woo, BS. Like, you know, everybody was so dismissive of it, right? Yeah, I feel. <laughs> and so I was like, ain't nobody got time for that. Like, I don't. My confidence isn't there. I really don't feel like going back into corporate and trying to prove that this is helpful. And the idea of keeping on this, like wearing a suit thing and like, you know, looking professional, like being in a boardroom that also felt like terrible to me. And so while I was saying that's what I was going to do so much, again, love and alignment, right? The, I didn't love the idea of doing it and it just felt not aligned in my body. But what was aligned was yoga. And so I quit. I moved to Amsterdam. I was on my then boyfriend's couch. Like I would wake up, leave the bed, go to the couch. Okay. And just lay there. I watched True Blood. I watched The Sopranos. Like and both of those were like multiple seasons. And I was just what I did for a solid three months. My, my boyfriend was like, um, like, don't you want to, cause I, I did a semester of law school in Amsterdam. He's like, don't you want to like reach out to some of your friends or, you know, do something other than the, no, no, sir. I don't. No socializing for this one. She's going to sit right here that's all i have contemplate contemplate yeah i'm <laughs> contemplating but it was it was a, conco- a cocoon stage right i was just yeah exactly in the mess in the gook of it and probably three or so months into it i was like yoga i've always loved yoga it's always been this thing like meditation that is like supported me and got me through all of the anxiety and depression I've experienced in my life. And so I started searching for a yoga teacher training in India and one popped up. It was deeply aligned and I stalked those people until they let me in because the course was full. (laughs) They were like, you need to calm down. It's like, I haven't had enough yoga yet. So (laughs) I'm after you. So anyway, I ended up 
going to that yoga teacher training. And when I came back, the alignment was to, surprisingly enough, open a yoga studio, which is completely insane. But that's what I did. Open a yoga studio <laughs> here in Amsterdam. And it went really well. It was fantastic. Now for a message from our sponsors. Thank you for supporting this podcast. If you are enjoying this episode, share it with a friend and leave us a review. It 100% helps us grow this podcast and get our message out there to help and inspire others. Have thoughts or opinions you want to share? Join the conversation on Anchor or on Spotify. I love to hear from you all, and I can't thank you enough for your support. With that, let's get back to the good stuff. I love yoga. So the fact that you said yoga saved you, I feel like yoga is saving me. Like yoga is literally, I feel like everybody should do it. Like just do it. It's just, what kind of yoga did you end up teaching or did you do all forms? Like every, all, all of them. I was in it. I literally did everything for, from more like static um, Hatha yoga to vinyasa to you know, sort of that power vinyasa to yin and restorative. Like when I got into it, I really, really jumped into it. And also it was me and a Pilates teacher running the studio. And it was like, if we want varied classes, then we got to be varied, <laughs> right? And so we just, we were knee deep in it. And I offered everything until I started to hire teachers. So awesome because currently I go like there's like a yoga studio literally like across the street from me and so I now do I do hot yoga it like the more like more in the mornings and like today I literally have a yin yoga practice and I'm gonna go to later yes. and for me like the reason I, I went back to yoga was because I've been like experiencing like pain like really through like the right side of my, my lower body is just super tight like my legs are tight I've always been tight in my hamstrings and it was getting to a point where like I felt like there was something like legitly wrong mm -hmm. with my feet like I thought like like I, I remember one doctor thought like I had like a bone like um issues so like my bones weren't fused together and like that's why my feet were jacked and I'm like bro like my parents have perfectly fine feet like what is going on and I went to finally like this foot doctor and he was like yeah bro you just need to stretch <laughs> he was like literally like your alignment is off and you need to just do pretty much like the pros that I'm pretty sure has been fixing me has been swan and cobra yeah and just literally sitting in like Cobra, like I, like it was so bad, like my low back to like my right butt cheek. Cause it like, it was so tender. I couldn't even massage it. Cause it would like hurt. Like it was wild, but it didn't occur to me that the problem was like in my back. Like I was like, no, it's my foot. I know it's my foot. My foot is killing me. Like it's the foot fixed. I was like, universe, just chop it off. Like, I don't know what to do anymore. And yeah, it was literally my back, like my low back. And 
I would be doing this cobra pose and I could literally feel like the acupuncture points that I had tried acupuncture to stimulate to like loosen all of those muscles. And even it has been like a week of me like consistently doing these stretches and I swear it's like unlocking stuff. Like I can't even explain the sensations I feel. It's like so wild. So wild. I love it. Yoga. Yo, I, listen. I'm like, everybody do it. I'm like, it's the, it is the, the cure. I'm like, just, it will fix so many it of your will. problems. Like I swear. It will. And I, so good. The other, the, the, first of all, I love everything you're saying. And I particularly love the point you're making about the back line because people don't, I'm like, all of that is connected from the tips of your toes all the way to your skull. Like there is connection between your fascia, your muscles. And so if everything is ruffled mm. up and tight, you're going to feel, oh, it's here. Oh, it's my low back. No, it's really actually it's your hamstrings <laughs> or whatever it is. And just taking a moment and get a tennis ball, get a foam roller. I have. Do you? <laughs> I have everything I've tried everything when I tell you I was desperate I was like foot doctor my dad was like I have visions you're gonna have to do surgery I was like daddy no (laughs) I reject that no and then the doc was like nah you just gotta you just gotta stretch and I was just like I can stretch let's do these stretches and just and two two classes in you feel better a month in your life is different exactly yeah exactly like low-key when I don't do my yoga practice I'm like when can I go back I'm just like take me I just need to be here like I don't know what it is I and I also feel like for some reason I just feel more connected to like my culture like being like Indian you know I just feel like so connected to like the the like the 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 like the Vedas and the texts that like you know like the the gurus read and like the yogis practice like it all like comes together and it's like they literally have all the answers that we have been asking for but people are just like oh it's the east the east don't know the east is woo woo these people crazy science doesn't have the exact mathematical equation to justify what these woo woo people are feeling so we're just gonna put them over there in the bucket of crazy but here's the thing they're getting there when you feel it that's it when you feel yeah i know i think they are like bro the things that i have been seeing and like learning about tech around frequency is just mind-blowingly like i'm just like i'm so excited for the future i'm just like people it's gonna it's gonna be great like no we are legitimately up leveling as a society and it's funny because my my husband is like total science road and he comes to me he shares these things and there is this like deep knowing and I'm like but you could know too I'm like you don't need someone to Mm -hmm. tell you this what these scientists are explaining and you know it's in here it's you can feel it you want to know the universe go inside your own body like all of these things that, that they're making sense of I forgot the one he told me recently um but he was saying, and I was like, oh, science says it really, really cool. What the heck was it? Oh, I wish I could tell you. But it was just, it was, it was such a rad thing for science to realize. But I'm like, it will mean yeah. nothing. Like all of this stuff is mental play, right? Yeah, you have it is. scientists who understand the truth of the universe and they're still miserable 
right? And this is something that, you know, Buddhas will tell you. Buddhas have been telling us. The Vedas have been telling us exactly. for they thousands of years. Have been preaching it. Right? But <laughs> from the tower. When you live it, when you know it, not because it was in a test tube or in some controlled environment, when you know deeply the oneness of us all, there is a peace that comes that is inexplicable and it stays. Mm-hmm. And that is very, very different than mm-hmm. getting something. And, and, and no judgment, because I'm sure people who do this, they love it. They love the experience of it. And there's more. But I feel like like when I, because I, like, it's interesting because I always like, I felt like struggled with like, at least my like, how I made sense of the world, especially when I was younger, just because even in St. Martin, like, the Indian society, like, nobody really, like, listens to, you know what I mean? Like, there's always, like, the otherness of, like, you know, as much as we're a diverse island, like, I as an Indian always felt weird about, like, talking about what the Indians were doing in terms of, like, their religious practices, because, like, people didn't understand. Like, I remember even when I would, like, there's this one celebration that we have for Lord Ganesh where you bring uh, a figure of the Ganesh after you've done all of your prayers um, to the ocean as like offering to the Lord Ganesh. And as a kid, I would feel so mortified having to walk through the boardwalk and have people see me with like all of my uncles and my dad and everybody chanting. And I'm just like, oh my God, like these people are going to think that I'm just with these weirdos and like I'm gonna be a loner no one's gonna be my friend like what is going on but like the older I get and like the more that I learned about really like what was in those texts you know that my aunt would be reading all the time and like really understanding like what is it that these people are talking about like really what was it that the Buddha was uh, you know preaching to the world about I'm like, ding, I totally get it. Like, I'm like, why? I'm like, why is this not where we spend like all of our energy? Like, to me, it's so interesting, like as a society, like why we don't, because I'm like, aren't we, I'm like, er, isn't everybody curious as to why that, like why we're here, what happens when we die, like why we have conscious experiences, like why we feel emotions, like, like we don't even know why we dream people, like, and we have been on this earth for like centuries and Science still don't know, you know, and it's like interesting to me as people is like, how are how is this not the stuff that like we talk about more openly? Like, why are we talking about what the Kardashians are up to? I'm more interested <laughs> in understanding why I feel energy when I meditate, you know what I mean? Or like, how do you actually, you know, align your chakras and like do the like internal work to understand like the reality of reality, which is that they're it's all an illusion you know and it's like it's just like so much stuff to wrap your mind around but there's so much distraction as well in the world that it's so easy it's like as you're trying to go in the world is like pulling you out into it it's like this weird battle of self it's why do you think that is yeah that as you're trying to go into it the world is pulling you out because it's like I feel like for me I've always had this like conflict because on the one hand it's like well I want to be able to like sustainably facilitate an exploration in self but we live in like a society that's like driven by different rules you know we have bills to pay we have stuff to do and so it's like for me 
I've always been like, okay, on the one hand, there's part of my ego that wants to climb like the ladders and be like, I'm the dictator. You know, that's just like, I I got it. I'm successful. Like, let me flex on you. Um, You know, there's like the part of my ego that just wants to be like, bam, you know, look at me on that Forbes list. Told ya. Um, But then there's like that other part of me that's like, like, this is, this is, you don't need to do all of this. Like, we know we're awesome. Like, you still a billionaire today, even if you don't have it in your bank account. Like these are all things of the mind. And it's also like to understand, like, why are you stressing so hard about playing this role of a human when you're not even human? You know, at the end of the day, like you're not going to take these billions with you. So it's like, why, why get caught up in like chasing something that's never going like, to, at the end of the day, like it's not going to give you the answers that you really seek, even though you think like this is fun and like you can flex on people. Like what, what good does this do for you? Um, and so it's like always been like this battle of like running away to the forest and just becoming one with the trees and like you know like trying to like be like bezos <laughs> and so it's because like for me like i i always think about things like i want it to be sustainable like I've, i i feel like for me like my dream life is literally having like tons of land like growing my own food like really self-sustaining kind of homestead like eco life mm-hmm with my youtube channel you know me just creating like tony stark in my garage and just being on my own wave you know creating stuff putting stuff out in the world to inspire people but not necessarily needing to depend on a system to sustain me like i can sustain myself in this world you know outside of a job outside of the grid outside of all of that because i understand what it means to be on this earth and for me like the world is so beautiful like I want to spend more of my time with the world, yes. you know, just like observing nature and like actually being in nature and like growing with people and like having fantastic conversations with people and like helping people recognize like that they are so powerful and that they can really like be the creators of the life that they want. And that by me showing them that I can do it inspires them that they themselves can do it. And so that's like my internal battle. So it's like on the one hand, I stress about my 401k. And then the next time I'm meditating to observe my stressing of the 401k, you know? <laughs> that, I mean, what it seems like, A, you're living your dream already, right? With in- inspiring people and showing up and showing people that you can live this life beautiful, amazing. And then you can go to a new place and live this life. And absolutely everything you want is possible and you can go from this corporate life to being a homesteader (laughs) like just your beingness is accomplishing that very basic goal of just showing people what is possible so that's freaking awesome but it's so scary at the same time because it's like as you do it there's always like the the battle of doubt and fear and the what if and like even just observing like that, those voices, I feel like has been an interesting thing, even for myself, because I realized like expectation is a pain. Like it is like like so it oh like it, uh, it's so hard to not have them and to have hopes and all of it. But it's like that also it like takes away from you actually doing it, and it like sets you up like for disappointment. And every time I just hear the Buddha attachment to suffering, and I'm like ha ha. <laughs> I get it. 
I know. I'm doing this to myself. I understand. Ha, ha, ha. But we got to do it anyways, you know? <laughs> well, but here's the thing. In fairness to all of us, just like you said, our education system across the world is set up to go towards one very particular idea of what success is. And so only one part of us is developed, this sort of like logical, um, predictable approach to life where when you start to step into this new earth, this new world, this frequency, these frequency shifts that you're talking about, all of a sudden you are stepping into not what's predictable, not what is logical, but actually what is possible. And this is where you create from absolutely nothing. And that, mm-hmm. and it's the difference between living life as a human, where it's like, okay, these are the rules and these are how things make sense and living life with this deep trust and faith and alignment. And then miracles happen, right? When you- I swear, yeah. miracles, miracles is crazy. That is so crazy. Yeah. And it's, I, I, I really truly believe. And I think that that is my focus now is taking all that I have learned experientially, whether it's, I'm, I'm going to say like on a meditation cushion or just like the meditation of life, like this like deep oneness with life that I've spent the last 10 plus years focused on and just sharing it with people just absolutely and and sharing it with them not to say that the road that I've walked or the techniques that I use are for them but for them to run it through their system and find their own unique alignment because I feel like it's not math right it's not some equation it's something that you've got to see like how does this work for me and what makes sense for me and you know now as a mom that's all that's all we do the kids that we come into contact with our own child it is like who are you who do you want to be how do you want to be in this world and teaching like those fundamental teaching her what power is right and like not this force that we have defined it as this like making things Mm -hmm. happen but this like the power of who you are and just exactly. letting that like lead her life, just just foundationally, like in a moment, in, in a moment, yeah. sooner than I'm ready for it, she's gonna choose, and she's gonna choose whatever she wants. But I think that we do children a disservice not to talk to them about what life really is. And it, again, nobody talked to us about it, and most of us don't know how to teach it, right? I've been in this world of 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 personal development and spirituality for a really long time. And what I've found more than anything is that people understand things intellectually. And I'm like, boy, oh boy, but your mind is not going to help you. Like the mind can't help you. In this world, exactly. Live this. In, the, in that world, it can't. It really can't. If anything, it will hold you back. And that's that will bring suffering. You know what I mean? Because like it's on some level, I feel like the ego loves logic, you know, because yes. it makes it more convincing. Like it can it can attach you so deep in self when it uses logic because, well, it makes sense. It's logic. Like you can't you can't argue with that. But I feel like when you yeah, when you tap into like that spiritual uh, 
all of us, I feel like we have it. There's different ways I think we use language to discuss it. And I've been noticing that a lot recently that the words that we use will resonate with people differently. Um, but at the end of the day, it's all still relating similar messages. The logical mind will really rob you <laughs> from like really doing that deep internal work. And like as someone like I feel like when you met me, I was really deep in my ego. Like I really was all about being like that intellectual perfectionist. Like I was number one, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like in my mind, like, I, <laughs> um, but to realize like, like why, like to even have to go and ask myself, why do you need to be number one? Mm -hmm. Like, why, why are you so obsessed with being number one? Like is number two really that bad? Like why, why do you, what is this like feeling of needing to, to prove yourself like you know like you've always known who you were and how awesome you are and what you are curious about like why did you why do I feel the need to prove it to other people and it's like I think for a lot of people how do you even have those like conversations like with yourself and to recognize like that we are all one um just with different faces and I guess I'm curious like how like when did you understand the concept of oneness because I feel like when I really realized it, it, I agree, it totally brings about like this wave of peace and understanding. Like there's no reason to really, like even when I get upset, like it's hard for me to really take my upsetness seriously because I always go back to this like, well, it's oneness, you know, like at the end of the day, like feel that emotion when it's present, but understand that that is not who you are, you know. But yeah, like, yeah, how... How did, yeah, how did it click for you? <laughs> I mean, I think that all of my sort of, oh, people, you know, you want to make it intellectual like that, it'll always be intellectual. You never live it. I think that there's, there's, for me, there was only so far that I could go understanding things on um, a surface level. And I think that when I lived on the island, so, so I was, I lived on the island for um, seven years. And at some point at that time, I had, had obviously, I moved there after Amsterdam for, so people understand the timeline. Um, so this means that I had completed a coach training that was very deeply based in energy and spirituality. I had, um, become a yoga teacher and run a number of, you know, had a number of yoga classes and talked about all of the spirituality and all these workshops. I had, uh, at that point, I was meditating a particular type of meditation where you go away for, you know, basically 12 days and you are in complete silence for that. And I had done that course a Goals. number of times. You see, you see, this is why I need money. <laughs> I want to do stuff like this. That course actually is 1000% free. So just so you know, I am sure that there is one near you okay, okay. and it is completely free and you actually cannot even donate unless you actually complete the course. So just know it is absolute fire. I do not do that style of meditation anymore, but I highly recommend that people give it a try because I think that it's a beautiful introduction to deeply experiencing oneness in your body. But even after all of that, while I lived on the island, I hit a depression, like no depression, I ever experienced before. And so this is from a child being sexually abused who spent, I realized when I was still working as a lawyer, 
I was talking to a girlfriend. I was like, you know how it is when you get up in the morning, you have to dig out of that deep hole just to get to zero so that you can like maybe have a good day. And she looked at me and she was like, no, I don't know how that is. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this isn't like everybody doesn't wake up like deeply depressed. And I realized that I had since the abuse just experienced like low grade depression, like just like, like for 20 years and anxiety. I was deeply mm. anxious. And so with the yoga and meditation and coaching, I had worked a lot of that stuff out, but it was still present in my life. And then I hit this deep depression, like deep. So at this point, I'm just coaching and helping people feel better. I'm out here in these streets, leading yoga classes, 10 a week, plus private, and I am depressed. And the process of climbing out of that culminated again back in India. Um, where I met a woman who I will be eternally grateful for for my entire life. And working with her, I, I was able to live and experience oneness, not as a concept, but as that's it. That's all of it. And that I, I met her back in 2017, 2017. And when I tell you, I have not experienced depression or anxiety in the sense that I understood it. It was like, when I, when I lived oneness, I realized like, what is this? What is depression? What is anxiety? What is any of this stuff that we label? It's an experience. And you've mm -hmm. been talking a lot about this observing. And it's like, what if I observed it, right? And this is what the, the style of meditation, of Vipassana meditation. What if I observed it truly mm -hmm. with, with nothing, no addition, no added emotion, no, now I'm sad because I'm sad, right? Like the, just yeah, exactly. let the sadness, let the, we don't have to call it, let the experience that you're having be there. It is there to be felt and experienced. And so I would say in 2017, I had that experience of living oneness for like an extended period of time. And then this past two years with COVID, this, technique has come to me that girl I, I literally can't I I it, it has been maybe the second biggest gift because I think that you can experience oneness right or with my clients the, that have been doing the spiritual work forever and ever and ever and they get it they, they may not just mentally get it, but they very deeply understand these concepts. And over the past couple of years, this technique has come to me. And it's all about this idea that what happens when you get it and you still can't, you know, so, so you're, you're with your significant other and this person has said something that upsets you. And you realize, you know what? This is not a big deal. 
I can, we can, we can have yeah. a good night tonight, right? We don't have to throw it all yeah. away or like, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just want to hug this person. And you, yeah, we're like, let's not, <laughs> we're, we'll save, we'll, we'll put a pin in that argument. We'll, 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 we see what's happening, yes. but we will not go there. We don't, yeah. we don't have to go or, or maybe just like you said, you just realize it's just not that serious, but then internally yeah. you can't, you can't stop pouting. You can't allow yourself to just let it go, even though everything in your in your soul is like, let it go. Something in your body is like, no, <laughs> yes, like it absolutely not. Or it's that voice that's like, but you know, blah blah. Right, you know, and like, another thing, right? Like, yeah, exactly. That voice. Let's not forget. <laughs> exactly. Okay, then. <laughs> exactly. So, like, when that voice comes up, or when you're like, you know what? It is time for me to live my best freaking life. I'm going to take this crazy step. I'm ready to leave. I'm ready to go. And I'm just so excited about it. And then you come up to the edge and you don't do it. And like my, as a coach, so right now I coach mostly as a coach, I'm like, what gets in the way of these people who understand and like in many ways in their life, live these spiritual concepts. And yet for some reason, there are this, these, these points in their life where they can't follow through. They can't make it manifest like completely and totally through and through. And what I've realized is that we can, we can know oneness and the body still remembers different pains, different experiences, you know, like there are a ton of little girls in there that are like, oh, but that thing that happened that hurt me so much. Oh, that rejection I experienced. Mm -hmm. And so I think that there's the the point of experience and oneness and then there's and knowing it and then there's a purification process that happens after that where oneness is always the measuring stick and figuring out for yourself how do I not even how I feel like how questions are are low low vibrant low low frequency what am I committed to in order to release the rest of this so that I'm living fully in oneness, in freedom, in fearlessness. And you know, I've got one technique, I'm sure there are a million, but for me it happened in 2016, 2017 that I was able to fully live the concepts that I've understood. And now every mm. single day it is a recommitment to that mm. in like a continuous clearing and purifying of the parts of me that are so afraid still that are still experiencing whatever they're experiencing and like taking them in and like listening to them and loving them through it and supporting them through it so that the part the disparate parts in inside of me also become one right because there's a lot of people living in there that have opinions like no totally go for it it's like wait do you really want to go for it like another one's in there like this is too much i swear as you (laughs) as you talk i'm just like yeah that's literally me Mm -hmm. 
like I this is exact I see it's not you it's use right because one is like yeah exactly I'm just gonna have exactly. some tea and watch the watch the trees and another one's like I need a glass of wine another one's like you know what how about a shot yeah and then someone <laughs> else is like but my back hurts exactly. and it's like bro but didn't you say you were gonna do that work you were gonna do and then it's like oh now I'm gonna make you feel bad because you didn't oh, yeah. do the work you were supposed to do you're a terrible person just, yeah <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then you got to be like, guys, quiet, quiet. Everybody. They're, they're, la, 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 Meditate, breathe in, breathe out. Let's center yeah. ourselves. And then they'll go back down. And then they come back again. You're like, okay, okay. I see you. I see you. I'm loving you. I see you. Please just shush. No, shush. shush. Right? But then even recognizing it's like, oh, because what happens when we get into it is we start to hyper-identify with the one who wants to meditate, right? So that's the superior one, and that's the one I want to go for. That's not you mm. either, girl. That ain't you. The oh one who's gosh. like, shush, shush, so shush, calm. It's just, it. there's so many layers. And so it's like this living oneness. Again, you, you're committing every single moment. I know one of my teachers, his teacher, was asked, you know, well, don't you just arrive at this understanding of oneness or awakening or enlightenment or whatever it is that people want to call it? Um, yeah. Like, aren't you, aren't you done? And like, oh, how does that work? And my teacher's teacher said, oh no, every day, just all just like just a million times a day, <laughs> you are recommitting to this experience. Now I see why the monks <laughs> went up into the mountains. They were like, I need to get away from all of this. Girl. Just to- <laughs> but here's the problem. The monks, Okay, like you take everywhere you go, there you are. So I mean, I've met a whole bunch of monks, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if that's working out for you because because your thoughts are still there, and all the people who have ever offended you <laughs> or hurt you, and then all the fifty billion yous in there who had this experience or that experience. It was a great one. It was a not. They're all in the freaking Himalayan cave with you. Okay, talking. Just they didn't stop talking. I feel you. There are a billion people in the cave. (laughs) So like even that doesn't work because girl, that's you talked about it earlier. Like I just want to check out. I was like, if I don't marry this guy, there's a strong part of me that's going to be like, I need to be a Buddhist nun. Like I'm just going to go up there. I feel, yeah. (laughs) Hang out. It's so interesting. (laughs) Like I I love these types of conversations because like, I don't know if you've seen this show on Netflix. It's literally like my favorite show. I can't. I pray one day to meet Duncan Trussell and all these peeps in real life. God, make it happen, universe. <laughs> you hearing me. Make it make it happen. But like the Midnight Gospel, um, there's this one episode that I love to play and I, I watch it. I'll watch it over and over because the message of it is just so good that sometimes when I see myself being that runaway train, even though I know I know what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm still a runaway train. I rewatch this, especially when I like feel like as a, a lost 23-year-old, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, when I go through that, I'll watch it. And it's pretty much like like you were saying, like um, Duncan's character, Clancy, goes in like this um, universal simulator, kind of like the metaverse, pretty much. And like he goes to this like a planet and he's like on this cliff. And as he like gets beamed down to this planet, he destroys the the we'll just say he's the monk in this like he destroys his painting and the monk looks at the painting that he just finished painting and he was like oh wow interesting (laughs) and then so clancy is like all like furious and just like agitated like we all are just like ah you know just like like he's all tangled up and he's like calm down and he's like 
Okay, so he tries to sit there and meditate, and all he can hear are the voices, you know, that are like, "Oh, I'm bored," or "Let's let's do something else." Like, this isn't fun anymore. Why are you doing this? Who are you trying to prove? Like, and then and then he got distracted by this monkey that was playing plugs, which. <laughs> you know ego monkey brain i was like i see the analogy here <laughs> got it <laughs> and he chases the monkey and like the monkey's doing all of this stuff and he's like tumbling down this hill just like full-blown chaos just like mad upset just he hits you know like his elbow he's just like ah! and then the monkey like sits him like tells him to like shh and like sits him down and like forces him to just like stay still for a second mm. and it was like in that moment everything quieted and he could see everything like from the flies buzzing around to just everything that was going on and in that moment he saw the oneness the life the you know how everything flows together you know and it was interesting because he was like yeah like there's like i forget there was three things he was saying there was like stillness spaciousness and it was something else with an S, but it was sort of like this idea of like, when you create like quietness, you create room to listen, yeah. you know, when you create spaciousness, then you create space for not only yourself, but for all those other yous yeah. and for other people. And only when you create spaciousness, like in your mind, like he's like, you could have like a, a mind that's fully cluttered with just all of this ugh, of like all of your experiences of life. But when you quiet and you kind of just give them space to exist, you realize you have a lot more space yes. up there than what you what you thought. And every time I watch it, I'm just like, ah, it just makes me feel so good because I'm just like, yes, like, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. And then it was funny because then Clancy was like, well, I'm enlightened now, you know, like, I'm enlightened. Like, give me my award. <laughs> like, I have ascended to the next dimension. <laughs> you know and then it was like obviously that's not how it works and he was like how do you know you're enlightened and he didn't have an answer and he was like who is enlightened ha you know like exactly and it's just like i love the show so much because there's just so many layers to it and it teaches you so much i feel like about just existence and like being in I like really wish I'm like, why isn't this the stuff that we be talking about in college or in school or like even like this is what we should talk about at Thanksgiving, you know, like what let's be the change, right? Like this even with my like my family knows, like this girl is not here for it, right? Like I am like the quiet girl in the corner. I'm sitting with my grandmother watching Perry Mason and Madlock (laughs) because if we're not having that conversation, the same on the island, right? When I live there, like, you know, I have my my moments of partying here and there, but for the most part, like I was I was sitting wherever I was, and if you want to come have that conversation then we could talk if you want to talk about anything if you want to talk about the kardashians i'm not keeping up so i don't know, I know. <laughs> and so i'm like that's... she got divorced again <laughs> oh i don't even know what she's talking about anyway. i literally don't i literally but and, and like and again it's no judgment it's alignment and love yeah. for me right it's like exactly. this is not an aligned conversation for me to have i'm not going to be the, the best person you. for you to have fun with this conversation so but if you want to talk about the depths then i am willing to dive like deep 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 but before we move on i, I first of all you said it's called the midnight gospel midnight gospel 
Yeah, on Netflix. It's a wild ass show, but fantastic. It goes to those depths. I love it. And what I love about it is the the fact that the monkey said shh because I my belief in terms of like this idea of purification is that we actually have to start not shushing the monkey mind, not, you know, overcoming it with meditation or, you know, a, a sin in like, but actually listen to it. Sit with it. Like yeah. literally not just sit with it, like talk to it. Like these various parts, that part of, of you that is freaking out and is like, I, I still want to be number one. Let it talk to you. What's going on, my love? I feel that's what I mean. That's why I'm quiet most of the time because I'm like chatting with myself <laughs> that's like, it. all the time. <laughs> that's like, it. like when people are like, why is she so quiet? It's really because I'm thinking to myself and having whole conversations with myself about what I'm thinking about to myself. Yes, that's it. And doing that in the context of loving that part of you that is losing her mind because she really wants to be number one, but then she kind of wants to be a homesteader, but then she kind like just letting her just tell you all of it. You don't have to fix it. You don't have to change it. You just have to listen to, you know, and it's, it's interesting because this approach came to me, I think in part as a mom, right? Like, so many things mm-hmm. that happen, like Asha trips and falls, like what you going to do about it? Right. Like I can't, we're yeah. not going to fix that, but like I can be with you in this moment and like, listen to everything you have to say about it and love you through it and make sure that doesn't get trapped in your body. That exactly now I'm what's trapped in her body is the fall and the fear of, you know, running down this street. And then what becomes trapped is the fact that your parents don't listen to you, right? And so you can't feel Mm -hmm. pain and they don't want you to cry. And so then that gets trapped in there. So I'm not allowed to show an emotion. And so you got all like literally one tiny event, every bit of it gets caught in your body. And so you're out here in these streets, understanding oneness and those parts of you are not integrated. They are still upset. And so now when you trip and fall at work with something that you were working on, right? Like metaphorically, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It wants to be like, I told you, I was trying to protect you. But look, here you out here trying to make us all vulnerable. And look what you did. You're trying to live free. Look what you did. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And now you broke and unhappy. Who told you to quit your job? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. But- but, and if you would listen to the one who was like, now you're broke, who told you to quit your job and you let her say everything that she needed to say and you loved and adored her through all of it, not fixing anything exactly. because like a party is going to want to come in and be like, well, first of all, we quit our job because we hated it and we were on the cusp of burnout. That's another voice that needs to be listened to later. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, put that one on the thing and keep listening to this one because they're all in there. And once you've listened to them on any given topic that you are experiencing this like disintegration with, then you come to that spaciousness and that stillness and that ease and that peace. And it's like, now what you choose is from a place of power. It's from a place of alignment. This is from a place of fearlessness. Because mm-hmm. fear is just the response to all of the things ping-ponging inside of you. But when you're listening, you clear it bit by bit by bit. 
you actually get to make powerful, honest, true choices about what you want to do. And the universe has got your back. And so if you don't have some part of you that's like, this is all going to (laughs) crumble every 20 seconds that keeps you acting in fear and, of course, Mm -hmm. moving towards the crumble and not away from it, then you actually get to, to be in a place where your life goes from good to great, from great to extraordinary. We don't need um, the, the fall. We don't need the things to go bad in order for things to go uh, better. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's interesting. I feel like literally what you're saying is literally what I am doing. Like, I kid you. Like, this whole, like, internal of trying to show up every day and being that person that exudes oneness, like, I'm trying, you know? Like, that's literally what I try to do. And it's, like, really to, like, how do I act it from a place of alignment where I know I'm being my best advocate, where I know I'm doing, like what it is I was put on this earth to do like fundamentally being that person because it's like I it's weird like sometimes when I look back and I'm like but like Harsha you've always known you know like I'll have that voice that's like Harsha you've always yeah but you you always wanted that you always knew that like it's like and it's funny because it's like I catch myself reminding myself of things that I've known when I was younger but then somewhere along the way it like kind of got you know swide swap by fear or like doubt and then to come back and to like look at like because I feel like sometimes your inner child has a lot to teach you and remind you about the fire and the purity of like who you are and so it's like when I go back and like when I sit with like my inner child and I'm really thinking about like what were the things that I always wanted to do before anybody gave me any sort of like reality check as adults like to tell you Um, going back to like that place and really trying to understand like it all like when I look at like my life now and I look at where I'm trying to go it like I can't help but smile because I'm like oh my god like it all making sense like it's all like falling in a place like as much as I will sit here and be like how are we going to get to the the goals we need to? And I'll be like, I don't know, but we've always figured it out because we've always ended up somehow one way or the other manifesting exactly what I said I would manifest. Don't know how in the hells I did it, but we are here. And it's like, well, if that is proof in and of itself of my power, this is only the beginning. That's it. You know? And it's like now that I have like the recognition of it and like I'm aware of like this whole process, it's like everything is like click, 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 click. Oh, oh. That's it. Oh. That's it. And I, I love just this recognition. And, and I said it earlier, like how is a low frequency question? It really is. It's a human question. It is a question that's trying to get you into the field of predictability. If I do this, then this, then this Mm. will happen. And it's like, this is like, this is fear living. This is like, promise me it's going to be okay Mm. living as opposed to living from the, the, just the power of who you are. Like when, when you, when I take a step back and I look at how Asha lives her life, like she's like 
she's just doing what feels good in the moment. Exactly. Right? Like, exactly. she's not trying to, she's like, how am I going to paint this, you know, piece of paper? How am I going to color in this Paw Patrol book? Like, she is like, she has, that's oneness, right? And so, like, when you're talking about those inner children, like, that's what's coming to mind. Like, when you were a child, yeah, exactly. you exactly. weren't trying to work you in a field care of about any of that. You didn't. You were just getting yeah, things done. You didn't care about what was the, in the lines. You just colored. You didn't care about what happened, was right. Happened. Exactly. 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 But we want as adults to get back there, right? Like that I think that that right there, you know, again, life my life's work. It is like what if, right? Because half the people I work with who are experiencing burnout or depression or this or that they're not living like asha they're not living like that child that you were that knew what it was that could just enjoy they didn't talk about enjoying the process right but they were enjoying the process (laughs) right like they were just enjoying it whatever it was if we could get back to that Right. If we could get back to honoring what feels good, you know, my clients, I'm like, you like, I mean, it's not, not what I say, unless I'm like yelling at a client, but like, I'm like, you don't want to do like, what are we doing here? Like, are you freaking kidding me? But like just supporting people to understand, like you feel bad because you are so distant from yourself. You are so unaligned with your true beingness that of course you feel terrible because there's this part of you that is true that's telling you no that is no, just like it honey you are so far away from me and until you and exactly. slowly walking back to the truth of who you are i think like this the uh, what we're doing in life but if the i feel like the the more quickly we can do that the earlier that we can do that it's good anytime right I don't care if it's exactly, your last breath, exactly. but the earlier you can do exactly. that, you start to live while you have life in you. Like you really get to like, you know, that comedian said, I don't know who it was, maybe Martin Lawrence, like ride it until the wheels fall off. Otherwise exactly, it's like a, exactly. a tiptoeing kind of life. And it's, you know, kind of good, but most of the goodness is like a reprieve from all of the crap yeah. that you hate. So you have nights of dinners. I'm telling my own story, right? You have nights of dinners because you like hate <laughs> your job. And so you spend a billion dollars online shopping because like, again, you hate your life and your relationship's kind of garbage. And, and so you're doing all these things, taking these beautiful trips and it's all to distract you from the fact that your life sucks or, or, and hear me out. You could just let yourself be happy. When, as, as I shifted my life, it was insane to me how much less money I spent. <laughs> how much you less don't need, you realize you don't need anything. I don't like you need really anything. realize you don't need anything. Like everything you need is in you. That's it. And anything you need, you can literally get from the earth. Like literally, we can literally feed ourselves. It's just we're all lazy and we go to the grocery store, but we could all feed ourselves. Which is again, why I want to go to the homestead life. You see, listen, you see the me and Willem are we are listen. We're walking that that road for you. We've been do it looking get there everywhere. And then invite me over. Like <laughs> always invited, always invited. But this that that's literally our our dream. For the last few years so we've been exactly. like looking all over europe for some land so that we can get off the grid and open a retreat center a spiritual center and Hell just 
let yes. people come and like and just relax, play with the monkeys, harvest some fruit, <laughs> just it, right? You know, be quiet, I mean, you know, have some space. That's so. Sometimes when I think back to like even my childhood, I really think about like just like the the weekends where I didn't care, like I didn't have nobody expected anything from me. I could just walk barefoot on the hot pavement, feel the sun on my skin, hear like the ocean crashing. What did I achieve that day? Nothing really, but it was still a fantastic day. And even in that day, I would have less anxiety, less worries, less concern. And like everything still worked out, even though I, you know, you you can take that space to just be and everything will still work out. I feel like at least I've always had this thing of like, but you need a plan. You got a plan. Winner's plan. You know, to get to the top, you got a plan. You got to have the plan. And COVID obviously shows you what good is the plan. Tell me about like, your plan. Like, <laughs> Tell me like, more. <laughs> what the plan did the plan? The plan didn't think about this though. So like, what what good is the plan? Which is why sometimes I don't even get people that are in the stock market because like I will talk to some of these financial managers and be like, so what if the stock market crashed? Like global warming come, everything just go to shit, and they're like, well you'll still be the rich of the rich. I'm like, bro, that is not comforting to me. Like, I need someone to tell me, well, hopefully we could use some of these funds. We buy you some homestead. We could grow some crops. You know, this is the type of sustainability we, I feel like we need to but, be talking But about. even that, when you think about it, like, why would you put a space between you and your crops, right? Like, why do we need a stock market and like some usability of that in order to get girl you better go get that land I, like you better go wherever you live right now in this moment I and know. like plant a seed get started i have low-key i literally have two avocados growing in my crib as we speak i'm low i'm slowly trying to like the way that i the way that i'm thinking of it to make it like feasible as i manifest it is like i have like tangible steps so i'm trying to figure out like well i need to understand like how to grow food like actually grow food like what does it take how do you plant stuff together um like what kind of homestead do I even really want how much land would I need realistically where in the world would I even want to be I have no clue I need somewhere that's at least you know semi-decent I need sun I know that (laughs) I need some warmth (laughs) I cannot do these grays these grays are cool but I need real vitamin d not the synthetic kind you know um but it's just like I, I I feel like now that I have sort of like this awareness of self and I feel like I'm moving into because I always would question myself, like, am I in alignment with my best self? Am I in alignment? Is am I on that path where I really feel like I'm creating the life that I always knew I wanted for myself? And I only feel like now can I really say yes, you know, like that I genuinely feel like I am on that path. And because I feel that like I, like I was saying, there's just like these shifts and there's like more clarity on like what lies ahead, if that makes sense, without me even needing to plan. It's like because when I was younger, I could never tell you like how I was going to get there. All I could tell you was I needed to go to college because my parents wouldn't leave. Yeah, because that's just that. but, that's got to happen, <laughs> you know, but, you know, now that it's done and I'm like, OK, we did that. We accomplished that. We said we would. You did it. You got it. Kudos. High five, you know, to myself. Now I gave myself space to just 
figure it out and kind of like have this mental anguish and go deep within myself. I feel like COVID gave me really the the time to go deep within myself. Um, and I had like the support of like a really great boyfriend and like my parents who are absolutely fantastic to like really like talk through the voices that I was having or struggling with in my head to get the clarity to be like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm in the ha. But I'm also like, there's a part of me that worries, like, how long are we going to be in ha before, like, that other voice just starts, like, ramming through again to be like. But if it does, right? Listen. Just listen to it. It, You don't have to fix it because this is is the thing, right? This is how I end up going in circles for a a million freaking years with my client because we're trying to fix that voice. It's just the voice we're trying to fix the, the, the air it's like dude hey 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 hey! tell me more my love what is happening what's happening with you what the voice that's breaking through is breaking through because it's upset my love don't mm. tell it to shush shush i don't want to hear it you're, 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 you're causing waves on my clear beautiful pond water surface <laughs> like you can't do like just from your place of stillness, just hear it out and tell it it's okay. Of course you're feeling that way. Tell me more. When's the first time you felt that way? How do you, who made Another you feel click that way? right there. Right? I swear. Yeah, you're totally right. It's interesting because it's like, I feel like when you grow up to told to kind of ignore your emotion yes. or like ignore what you think or like suppress, like you said, like really suppress it. it, like don't catered because if you listen to it that makes you weak in some way i don't know it's gonna take over it's gonna you have to listen to it because it is trying to tell you something and if you don't listen to it it's just gonna come back that's it louder stronger with more force that's it you're right and it's gonna keep coming back until exactly listen to literally everything it has to say you want to you want to talk to that voice until it's in tears until it's like and this is the thing this is why I'm just so worried this is why I'm just so upset right and you think about a parent talking to a child right when a parent will really stop and listen oftentimes that those tears are going to ratchet up and they're going (laughs) to and then and then and just because it's like so much stuff even babies they're just holding it all in because it's not safe to feel emotion like you're just saying because adults don't want to feel their emotions and adults don't want to listen to those parts of them so they want you to shush we just end up cramming it all down and making it bad it's not bad none of your inner children as you call them are bad they're sweet little things that just want to be i call them the committee (laughs) they're the committee I swear. <laughs> like, this is the only way I rationalize them. I'm like, this is the committee. The committee has rejoined. Yes. And here they are. This is doubt. Doubt. <laughs> hi, it's nice to meet you. Yes. Fear, ego, and my inner child. And we just have conversations. And I sometimes am like, ego, not today. Okay. <laughs> today's not. Or like, or like, I'll just like hear it. And sometimes I'll like have to laugh because I'm just like, oh, this is so cute. Like, this is so cute. This is so it cute. is cute though. And then it's 
It's funny though, because it's like as a human, like you don't think other humans feel this exact same way. Like they're not, they don't have their own committee, but it's like we all have committees, like all, all of us, and they're like constantly trying to run the meeting. Like, and then there is the you that was there, that has to be there before any committee members, because who's listening? What is listening? Exactly. Like there has to be something that comes first, that comes prior to all voices, something that contains, right? We're not talking about a body, right? You can snatch your body and yeah. still have you and still have all these voices. How many body parts could I cut off and there still be you, right? So it's not the body. So there's something before body. There's something before the committee. What's that? I say source and like I can feel it like when I meditate I can like feel it when I like tell myself to go into myself I can kind of you know like you feel the tingling sensation of your extremities of just like like even right now as I'm talking to you and I put like awareness into my body I can like feel the sensation of like just my feet existing as feet Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's that is what is there before like the the I, who, like the, the me. Who feels the feet existing as feet? Who feels the tingling? What feels? The, and and not, not for you to answer, but right, just, just for anybody listening, like this is, like that's the thing that as you get into it, it blows your mind. It's like. Yeah. Something has to, there, you gotta be something really interesting. To feel. I, 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 you gotta be something. To feel, yeah. But then I think, like, is it, like, then I go into, like, that must be my ego that feels, because my ego's attached to sense of self, which is attached to me having a body, and it's through the vehicle of my so-called body. But then it's interesting, because it's, like, even when people don't have bodies, like, they lose limbs, they still feel those limbs. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> See, this is why I'm like, why? Why is this not where these are? Why is this not what you know the government is funding? Like, these are the questions. Yeah. That I well, the government's to. never going to spend money on this, and I am not QAnon or any whatever. <laughs> but the government has, you know, from my very they own agenda. They, I mean, what benefit do they have to people to free people? Nothing. Like no. that. Like government and big business have. There's no win for them in having truly free people the way they're set up now now Mm. if we as we ascend as we move to the new earth i think and i mean i see this like there are some some companies that i've worked with that my clients work for and work with and i'm just like they're doing some really really awesome things and they're very very serious about walking their talk and then there are Mm. you know people who they everything out there is beautiful talk but there's no walking associated with that talk but it's just all marketing it's marketing there's no backbone (laughs) it's like if you go inside that company it's not what it looked like to you on the instagram it is not at all but i think that we gotta if we could just trust Right. Like, so I, when I, when I left the practice of law, there were lawyer friends who really felt like my leaving was a judgment of their mm. 
life choices. And I'm like, no, 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 no. This is just about me. This is about my alignment. This is about the best use of me. And for me, I could look and I could say, there are people that this is the best use of them, right? They love this. Mm. Like they get so excited. Every fresh new case, these clean red well folders, like they are just jumping into their heart exposed. I, I mean, I remember liking that thing. Like, as I'm well. about to crush this. <laughs> I am about to do this and they love it so much. And if we could just trust that free people would also just want to go deeper into technology, would just want to, do that's what i think yeah that's literally what i think i'm like people naturally create you mean to tell me if we just let people do what they actually wanted there wouldn't be people that obviously want to build planes that want to build laptops that want to build this stuff yes of course yes i mean people are naturally creative people there's just some people that feel like they can't and so they don't but they would have been fantastic probably would have changed the face of technology as we know it but they're doing some shitty job that well because life pushed them this way well wait they're doing that shitty job in part because somebody is building the plane or creating technology and they shouldn't even fucking they should be there right like the people are taking up space (laughs) that they shouldn't be taking up and so then there's no space for the person who's really they have another passion right and so there's plenty of space for everybody to have exactly what they want but because we come through this system where it's like this is success that everybody just goes towards this success and then it it becomes scarce right It becomes like a scarcity model because there is not enough space for all the people who want to do it because 90% of them shouldn't be doing it. (laughs) Right on the coast. Exactly. 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 It's so interesting because it's like when I, as you know, as someone that works in corporate America and I build technology and I sometimes think about like the role technology kind of plays in the world. And as someone who's also spiritual and thinks it's super important to go within ourselves it's interesting because I think like technology is such a beautiful thing. And I feel like it's our ex, you know, our manifesting and literally like manipulation of frequency and energy. I think if anybody really understood like what technology did, like literally we are playing and manipulating frequency all the time to send information like just to even record this podcast we are generating frequency we're storing frequency we're manipulating frequency that when another person hears it for whatever reason it resonates to them in this language that we know as english and then they can absorb information out of it like literally technology is magic yes. I'm like i'm just like people i'm like if you really understood like how gps how all of these satellites synchronize and all of this clocks and clocks literally use quartz crystals to keep time quartz crystals that people are like oh that's so stupid that you have your crystals do i'm like do y'all know what these crystals do you lunatics <laughs> like this is cameras are literally made out of like gems you know what i mean like i remember like the iphone had like a sapphire you know lens like this is literally all guys yeah i'm like hello get with it like we're all playing with frequency every day like this is not new and it's just as someone like i see the good of technology and i see the bad because i love the metaverse i think it's super dope but i'm also like that draws people more into this reality and less into their sense of self and like I have concerns around like that, 
but I feel like if technology, like like you said, if people were really chasing after the curie, like the genuine, like pure curiosity that you have as a kid when you get up in front of class and you're like, I want to be this before everybody laughs at you yes. and is like, ah, no, you can't do that before teachers shame you and you're like, you're too dumb for that. Never, don't even dare. Or before like you have people that are like, yeah, that'll never happen. Um, you realize like those like that is what I want for people. Yes. It's like that's literally what I want for people is for people to be like, no, you can totally be that. I came from an island and I work at Microsoft. How? How? If I asked how, I would never have gotten the answer. I just did. I took the chance. I took the leap of faith. I trusted myself. And guess what? The universe was like, yeah, let's open that door. That's it. Why not? She needs to be there. You know, they they could use her. And but it's like I didn't do anything special, like literally, other than trusted myself, literally believed so deeply in myself that the only thing that could stop me is myself. You literally stepped out of predictability because predictability would have said, nope, no way. And stepped into the world exactly. of potential, right? Like just of playing with frequency in like first, it's first so you. Because it's like I, you intuitively know it and feel it. And like, there's no way to really explain like how I knew. But when I look back, I'm like, Girl, you were talking about this, like how the world was energy since you literally came out the womb. You had no clue what the hell you were saying, but that's literally what I've believed for like the longest, like that we are energy. Energy is literally current, like our currency of existence. And here's the call out then. It's crazy. Knowing that that's true, then you have to know that what you said earlier was not true. That you are now just getting on what? the path. You're saying something like, oh, I can now truly say, like, answer yes, that I am on the path of, you know, becoming myself or truly connecting with myself and living this life that I would want to live in deep alignment. Like your whole life has been a massive alignment, right? I feel you. You're right. All of it. You're right. You're right. All it's, of it. This is doubt. That was doubt talking. <laughs> That was doubt showing its head. <laughs> doubt controlled the mic for a second. Right. Because like, I'm like, you, like, you can't, we can't, we can't pick and choose it. Right. Like it had to be this, like it had to be right. this exact path you walked. And like, that's also the power of your beingness that it will speak mm. to so many people because, you know, it's funny what I'm deciding who I want to work with in any way, shape, whether it's a personal trainer or it's a coach or it's that, like every single time, you know what I want to know? Did they walk a path like mine? Right. Mm. Whether it was, you know, some things in my life have just come very easy. So I don't want somebody who's, it's been the struggle, right? Because that's not my journey. I want somebody who knows that we can go from good to great to extraordinary, right? And this, but then if it's this thing, I'm like, well, I don't want a personal trainer who's been like fit her whole life, right? Like I want somebody who has a little bit of frump and everything like that, who knows what it's like where I'm like, girl, I just don't feel like it today. And yeah. she's like, cause her, her, the motivation and the, and the, and the inspiration comes from somewhere different. So looking at your story, mm. it's gotta be this. I want to know the, the people who are inspired by you, all of those humans, like 
it's got to be the life that you're living because that speaks to them. It's like, yeah, she gets it. Like she knows and she's and been I through it. I feel like it. that's how you know, like the universe is so abundant because literally just what you said, like you will be perfect for somebody. Yes. You know what I mean? Like someone's going to resonate exactly with like your type of journey. Even like, I feel like a lot of times, like even me, like I'll get caught up and be like, oh, I can't because there's already too much. And it's like, no, honey, there's nobody like you on there. So how is there too much? You know, how is there too much? There's people that have been looking for literally your set, your type of crazy, and they still out there looking for that type of crazy and you can give it to them. Like, why hold it back? You know, but yeah, it's recognizing that sense of like oneness and just like being okay with what happens, no matter what happens, it could be good, it could be bad. But recognizing like that doesn't define you because at the end of the day, you are literally limitless. And all you yes. got to do is go back to that place of center and decide, okay, so what are we going to do next? Like what, where do we feel like going now? Yeah. And just follow that. That's it. And when you, when we stop looking at it as it can be good, it can be bad, or this, this terrible, no good, you know, thing happened and these wonderful set of like perfect circumstances happened. And like we started to move to, okay, this was an outcome. Like it was neither good nor bad. Yeah. Okay, here, here we are. <laughs> what would I like to create from here? It gets, it like things move even more quickly, right? Like into the direction of alignment because we don't have to shake off the expectation that it has to keep being good or the desire that like bad not come again. It's just this like, what is it like if like if Asha was going through her coloring book and she was like, oh, well, that last page I colored, well, that didn't turn out right, right? Like, she's not doing that, right? She's like, yeah, well, she's literally. Not. And like, I saw her like, like I'm, a, I'm a color today. I'm a color. It is what it is. I saw exactly. her flipping through her coloring book the other day and she like landed on the page that she wanted to to color. She got so excited and it made me remember when I would have my coloring books and I would be like, of all the pages in this book, this, this one, one right here is the one. About to get it. It's gonna get it. Like seriously. Exactly. And like all it was always like a mood, right? Sometimes I wanted like, you know, fat spaces to color. Sometimes I wanted to be complicated. And it was just like in that moment, like this page is so freaking aligned. And it didn't I didn't think about yesterday. I didn't think about what it was gonna be. I didn't pull out a, a, a special color palette. Like I'll be using these eight colors only for this. Like it was just, I was in it. And I was just, right? Our whole life was meant to be that way. But like you said, somebody was like, um, don't get too ahead of yourself. Like reality check boo. This is how the real world works. And you not know Picasso. <laughs> right? Like, what do you think? Right? Like check yourself and it's like nah I, I i may not be picasso but i am me you know what i mean and just being like i am like why am i not as valuable as picasso the only person saying that is me let me let the universe show up for me as it's always done like i love this saying like when i'm in a yoga practice and they're like let the earth hold you oh that feels like I love when they say that I instantly just relax because I'm like, why am I holding on all this tension? Let the earth hold me. Yes. She will be there. Yes. And sure enough, she holds you every time. And it just feels like like a hug. Like, I don't know. It's just every time. But then it moves you into and um, 
one of my favorite spiritual teachers, he, he wrote a book. Well, he never wrote books, but people would capture what he said about various topics. And it's like something like fame, fortune and success or something like that. And he was like, I, I could never teach a person, support a person, coach a person to be um, famous because that would be to kill them. But I could teach you to paint in a way, we'll use Picasso for this way. I could teach you to paint in a way that Picasso would be jealous. Like this is the point of it all, right? It's not like this, this, the, the, the end goal, right? It's like, if you, if you're out here in these streets painting, you're like hot mess, like, you know, your little, just like a triangle on top of a square and this is my house, but you were painting it like, this is the most beautiful house ever. Like you were like, just so deeply immersed in that, like whatever it, like that alone is magnetic, right? Like that alone is just this beautiful thing, but we don't give any credence to that anymore, right? We're like trying to run this race to win, right? When all end up losing, we all end up losing. It's funny because, um, actually a beautiful human from the Island, um, Sergio, you know, Sergio, the, he was personal trainer on the Island. Yeah. Dreads. I was a kinder. Yeah, like I, was I a probably child. don't know. No personal trainer. I did not go to a gym, Erica. Yeah, like, I island. was an actual child. Well, he's an amazing person. I will introduce you yeah. to him online, <laughs> but today he posted the day you stop racing is the day you win the race. And I was like, oh gosh, it's like, that is like letting the earth hold you. That is like, just stop trying to be great and just be great, right? Like be who you are, like that. And it's just so relaxing to like melt into that. It is. And it's like, you finally feel like, someone took that like that muzzle off of you or the chains that you have been holding yourself down with and you can finally be like okay i'm tired of these chains let's take them off today and you totally you have the power to like you have the power to take them off and realize like now you've won just in that just in the fact that you recognize you had the power to take off the chains and realize like yeah you don't have to run this race and step by step, right? Like folks like try to jump into this whole process of, of unbecoming, right? Of undoing and like make it a race <laughs> and like get to the end. Like just like right I now. Mean, I <laughs> exactly. So I, but let me tell you about some trauma right. that you can overcome. Right. You saw with me. <laughs> when, when you could just. In this moment, right? Because then I feel like, you know, coming on this path becomes like a stressful path, right? Well, you know, Eric and Harsha are sitting here talking about how, you know, everything can be okay and we can create anything we want. It was like, like, honestly, like, let's just come into to, to right now. What's going on with you right now? What in what inner child, what part, what part of the committee needs to be heard in this moment is up talking that's it like just listen to this one right now like there's 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 this what is now what do you choose now and like just let it be so tiny and let all of it feel so pleasurable right like even that inner work that's like excruciating can be so pleasurable right like i don't it does because like you get into it where everything 
like what was supposed to free you becomes serious. It's like, this is not, this isn't supposed to be serious. <laughs> like, this isn't fun yeah, anymore. Like, why, are, why are we? Yeah, bro. I literally do that to myself. I make everything a competition with myself. And then I'll be like, you just bummed yourself out. <laughs> right. like, why do you do that? Nah, I don't want to play anymore. Like, you're not making this fun. I don't exactly. I don't want to play. Like, ugh. And then I got to go sit down, give myself time out and come back and be like, okay, okay. <laughs> Let's try this again. Okay. From a neutral place. Here we go. But I'm curious, like, so how, like, so I guess, like, would it, since the pandemic, like, do you still offer your services? I'm assuming probably, like, through, like, the, the virtual space, but, like, do you give workshops? Like, how can folks meet you and, like, share in, like, all of your incredible wisdom or if they, like, need a coach and they're like, Erica, I'm resonating with you, girl, like... Let me slide into them DMs. Slide into those DMs. Tell you about how I'm feeling. <laughs> so, how can folks, yeah, share this this life and all? Yeah, just connect with you. Connect with you. So yeah, I mean this this conversation um, that we are having is like just literally all I do, all day, every day. I feel extremely, I love it. <laughs> extremely hashtag blessed to be having this conversation with you. I feel blessed in the life that I that I have. And so to find me, you can find me on all of the social medias at Erica Danielle Overshares. And as you can hear tonight, <laughs> just, I will tell you everything. Erica Danielle Overshares, and then it's um, ericadanielle.com. So coming into, I've typically for the most part, only work with people one-to-one. But what is mm. so beautiful, this technique I was telling you about earlier, like, seriously, it has rocked my world. Like, it has just been next level because it was answering that question. Like, how can I know what to do and still not be doing it? Answering that question for my, my clients. And so I'm super excited about the end of this year going into 2022 because I am Finally, I've cleared my schedule. I've been, I've been working with a, a few organizations, doing a lot of corporate work. And I'm like, that is to the side. I am so focused on group work. So I towards the end of this year, end of 2021, going to 2022, I'll do a masterclass called um, Power. And then mm. I'll start a group course um, behind that called Emotional Alchemy. And we're just going to talk about, you know, how to get into your body, how to start to clear out these various voices that just want to be heard and how to like live. I mean, you can call it oneness for some people. How do you talk to live like who you truly are? And like, you know, there'll be coaching in there. It's just going to be it's going to be awesome. So I am like beautiful. fired yeah, no. up for 2022 because like, but like this is this is the thing. As I live in this world, I, I told you I don't keep up with the Kardashians, but I have come. That's good. That's good. They ain't doing nothing. I have come to love social media. And every so often, there'll be a story either of a celebrity or a friend of a friend or someone close to me who has committed, committed suicide, who has overdosed 
who is just really struggling with their mental health in some mm. way. And I'm a coach. And so I, I'm in by no means a therapist. So there'll be a, like someone who comes to me on a personal note to talk about how I also experienced abuse or I also burned out in, in, in corporate, which I didn't burn out in corporate, but I, I did leave it. And I just, it just occurs to me in those moments that they, everything got so scrambled, right? Like all of the, the committee members, like it just got, became so much that, and, and like, I'm getting emotional just talking about it. And they just, because nobody taught us exactly what we've been talking about this whole time. No, we didn't learn the basic strategies to process all of the stuff that is going on in our bodies and in our minds and mm. to understand the calling of our soul, right? So we always talk about mind-body-soul exactly. connection. We, have, we do nothing with that in society. You've got to go off the beaten path to connect with that. And it breaks my heart every Same. time I see it Same. and I'm like this is this is the thing I feel like for whatever reason like you know heading into 2022 it's like it's time it's time like just get out there and share it like speak it into speak it to yourself <laughs> speak it into the void speak it everywhere because I don't exactly it doesn't have to I, I think that it's just so heartbreaking because you know it doesn't, it doesn't have, have to, to be, be like this that. way. Exactly. 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 So, yeah, I mean, like that, that's what is calling me, you know, for the rest of my life, I'm sure. Just if I can just talk to one person and I'm so, I feel so blessed that I get to, to work with so many people that feels that scrambled like I can't untangle this I'm so overwhelmed and I like, don't know I'm what to do I'm trying so hard to get them to shush and they just won't, they won't leave me be yeah exactly right and you're just feeling attacked from the inside and and you just don't know where to go I I really 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 and there's like literally no one I say no to right like I I charge a lot of money I do and I don't I say no to no one. I think that's another part of me moving into, um, into to group work as well, right? So it becomes like accessible to more to more people. But you know, I, I make my little. I charge a lot of, a lot of money offhand comment. At the same time, everybody knows that you reach out to me. My clients know I will talk to anybody, right? You know, a client called me the other day. He was like, you know what? Somebody I know is struggling with suicide please 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 talk to this person absolutely and i'll keep talking to this person and there is like they they need someone absolutely any, anyone to just be like look i will listen i will listen tell me how you feel like what is going on and i feel like i it breaks my heart because it's like i feel like as a society like we have all of this stuff that's supposed to connect us and yet so many people feel alienated or misunderstood and it can, it's so easy to just fall through the cracks in the society and ha literally have nobody because like people don't like people are so caught up like you said like when we were talking about homelessness offline like people are so caught up in their old world they just ignore anybody that's just like getting in the way of them just doing their daily routine that if you just don't talk to people most of the time 
people will just not, they'll forget. They just won't, uh, not even intentionally. But then it gets so like isolating. And if you have nobody to counteract that, the voices, like they get so convincing. Because I mean, they've convinced you that you are even a self. So it's like they can continue to exploit that because they, that they know you best. It's like your own mind, yes. you know? And, but if you have someone to be like, but you said this earlier and but we but we both know that that's not true and then you can be like you're right you're really right like mm, you know what maybe that wasn't you know and then you start to crack through that facade and they can free themselves yes. of like all of that because then you're like yeah i guess it's really not too bad after all and i do have a lot to live for and there is so much to be grateful for and this life can be purposeful and i can have action and i it is in my control and when you give them back that power, like you literally save their life. And it's like, there's so many people that have lost their power or their voice along the way because of so many things that happen in this world. People are assholes. You know, let's be real. What you gonna do um, about it? But, it, but it, they're assholes, exactly. but they're innocent. It's not on purpose. Exactly. Like they're not purposely. It's like your reaction is your responsibility. And just because they were an asshole to you doesn't mean you need to go out and be. But it, like, takes that awareness to not even take other people's um, projections onto yourself. Because I think a lot of the time, like, we just take on other people's limiting beliefs. We take on their anger. We take on their frustration. And then we think it's us. And it's like, no, sweetie, none of that was you. Mm -hmm. That was them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let it go. Yeah. And and not just, but not before we let it go, before you get your power back, before all of that, the parts of you that are aching, that are crying, that are heartbroken. You know, we talk about, you know, as you said offline, where we're talking about homelessness and how we're so inclined to ignore the homeless. I mean, let's talk about parents who, just like we were saying, they don't want to, they ignore their children's emotions and what they're actually experiencing. And the parents are innocent. They are innocent. I mean, I came from a home you're seen and not heard, right? So I, I didn't understand that children, this is going to sound terrible, they were like real human beings who had like thoughts and emotions that need to be listened to until I got exactly. older and like started to interact. I'm like, oh, okay, you're a little person. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Right. Like, but it was there's a lot going on in there. <laughs> there's a lot going on. And like, but there was an innocent. I was innocent. I just, the, that is what I was taught. And so, you know, if you're a parent, who has ignored, if you're a child who has ignored your parents, like, if, like this is not, I, I am in no way condemning that. I am just saying that like, before we even start to like, take back control of life, because that's what people want to do. They want to skip from, I'm in the depths of whatever to the top of the mountain. And it's like, let's just sit at the base of the mountain. Like, let's just sit yeah. in the hole you've dug for a minute. Let's, yes, let's cry yes. in here. Let's exactly. like hold, let it out. Yeah. Urge. Let's hold this Urge. and, and, and feel crying can be so therapeutic It can, though. and just being loved through your crying. I wish, I wish people cried more. I guess I used to be so ashamed, ashamed of crying. Like I really used to have a lot of shame around crying in front of others. Like I hated to be seen crying, like even in front of my parents, like I hate to cry like in front of any, anyone really. And you have to realize like, why, why? Like, it's like and it's about being vulnerable and like having people see how you really feel and like 
being guarded. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. To sit in that space that you, the hole that you dug and to cry it out. And to be, to do it with someone else, to learn how to do it for yourself. It's like, I love, one of the things I love so much is like how honest my clients are. Like, my clients are like, I would never fucking say, I would never say this out loud to another living soul. I've never said this. And it's like, they say it out loud. And I'm like, I know you've thought that. I mean, it's so at home in your speaking of it. I know you've thought it's been a up billion here. times. You've been saying it. <laughs> exactly. Just, been up here. just over and over again. You've been, you know what I mean? But yeah, like, exactly. But the, it just, it's, it's such beautiful work because I don't flinch. I'm like, I'm right there, right? And also because I am so deeply in contact with my own humanity, right? I'm like, oh no, absolutely, me too, right? Like I don't say that in a session, mm-hmm. but like you're talking about your crying. I'm like, I used to be so deeply ashamed. And a part of that is because I can tell you times when, you know, I cry with my, with the family member. I'm like watching E.T. And I remember specifically, and I look up, I'm like, my family members are laughing because I'm crying. And I'm like, like, why, why, like now as an adult, like they didn't know how to hold their emotion. Like they didn't know how to hold me mm. in the emotion of what was happening with ET. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right. <laughs> or I'm like yeah. <laughs> dancing around and like being expressive. And I look up and my family members are like laughing. Right. But I'm like this child in my, in my creativity. And again, like, I'm it's like sh- they're only laughing because they don't know they're like, what is she doing? Why is she doing that? Mm-hmm. Why, like, I wish I could do that, yes. but I can't because I have all of this programming. So my only way to make myself feel better is to laugh at her because that's the only way that I know how to process this that makes it make sense because I low-key wish I could cry and dance freely yeah, like that. Absolutely. Like, we are always in awe of people that are out there just doing weird just stuff weird. that we wish we were doing. <laughs> and we're just like, damn, I what... Damn, just like I wish I had that, you know, mojo to just go out there and just be a weirdo. Yes. But it's like we're trained to just like grow up, you and know, be put serious. on a suit. Yeah, be serious, be a big boss boy, you know, and we're all gonna <laughs> play adults. And I'm just like, guys, we're all children, okay? We just grow up, but we all kids. Let's play. Like, I. For me, I wish life was like playing. I hate that people say we got to work. I'm like, why do we got to work? Let's play. That's it. That's it. Or if we could just redefine work, like why does work have to be so heavy and whack, right? Like, couldn't it be like, couldn't it be fun? Like, could, couldn't work be like this? Because I, I, I feel like work for me has been redefined because I just love all of, I love my whole freaking life. And so work used to get to be one with play. And when it's not, I quit. <laughs> like I, I am a hashtag quitter, like, like quick. Out. It's just, it's been real. I gave it like Too the college soon. try. This is, this is horrible for me. Like this is deeply unaligned. <laughs> and so with love, namaste. Okay. I just honor you. I will you. love you for what you gave me, but we're going <laughs> to yes. condo you and let you go. I will love you forever from over here. <laughs> Thank you. But <laughs> give me my check. But if uh, how, what if we all would do that though? I'm just saying, if y'all could just get in on I this on this game, it's it's a free game. I, but then I feel like like I'll talk to people and I'm like in perfect like I feel you a hundred percent. And then I'll talk to other people and then I realize like like you were saying like they want to be in this life like as much as like it's like this weird thing of like 
you want to set people free that maybe don't even want to be free. Mm-mm. You can, but that's not where you start ever, because there are so many people who want to be free, and so it's it's not even a conversation that I have. Like I literally don't entertain mm. people who are not interested in their in their personal mm. freedom, because there there are so many people who are looking for the keys, right? There are mm. so many, and I learn so much from every single person, right? Like we are, this is an exchange of keys, right? Like. It's, it's this, uh, this magical thing that I, I literally would not even waste time. Now, there are people from my old life who reach out to me and, you know, they'll say whatever they say. And I might just challenge a thought or challenge a perspective and, you know, whatever. But I, what I'm not going to do is engage in any like deep conversation, but they come around people, people really, I think we all innately want to be free. And I think when folks realized for me over this last decade plus that I was not going to get off this path, like I was not going to circle back around the corporate. I was not going to like, I feel like they also started to relax around me and started to relax into. Okay. This is what, this is Erica. The rainbows and butterflies. Like I didn't think it was possible, but maybe it is. And like the number of people who have been like, you know, that, that one thing I said before, (laughs) Could you connect me with a coach? Yeah. Like, could you just yeah. like sit down and have a I conversation with help. me? <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, literally, no judgment. And... No judgment. Yeah, I feel you. Let's do it. I'm happy. That is, that's awesome. I was so happy to really when you were like our mood court coach. I was, I was happy. We were a whole family. I love it. Know. Like, I truly, I really truly love that. That whole, that whole time. I listen, I did too. I seriously loved it. Like when I saw your message, I was like, I literally do like anything you tell me to do. I love you all so much. I love you so much. And it was just such a joy to work with you all. And just know, like I did not do any legal anything, but like I came back to the legal game to work with y'all. I was like looking at, you know, my hubby and, the, and the, the other the other folks. I was like, I'm not messing with y'all. I'm on my way. <laughs> let's let's get these girls together so we can get in here and take this thing yeah. home. <laughs> nah, it was it was literally perfect. Like it was like I couldn't have asked for a better like whole experience. Like the whole thing, all of it was a hundred percent. Would we do again? Yes. Like no joke was like. I don't know. I just love the squad. Like we were just, I don't know. It was like, I love like when you're around people that you really feel like you can be yourself Mm -hmm. and like they will be themselves. And because you are all being yourself, it's so much easier to work together because you know exactly what you're dealing with. You know, like the temperaments you're dealing with, you understand how people work. Who wants to be straight shooter? Who wants to, you know, flirt around the bush and I actually, I don't know, like y'all were all, I, I loved it. Y'all were all it. so great. Y'all were all like hard on your sleeves. Y'all like called everything out. You were so like, just that honest, like youth, like this is where we are. I this is what we're it. doing. I love like, that is literally the time. And it's like, when I came to the States, I feel like I lost all, I don't know. I can't find people like that other than my bae. Like my bae is very much straight <laughs> yes. shooter. Like, I don't know where he was birth he was birthed in the pits of fire but like he and i like really we compliment each other it's really weird i don't like it's weird i just i'm just like universe how did where did you send this one yeah you be checking me and i just like oh you're right i have to say like my from my corporate years like 
I did meet a lot of like quote unquote real ones, just like really straight shooters. Mm. But girl, you have to like stay the course. Like you have to like not compromise and not and not play the game. Like, but it's it's hard because sometimes it's like you. There's a part of me that wants to people please mm-hmm. and then like change or not give my full opinion because I'm like, but I'm working on it every day. Listen, sometimes your day. full opinion is not giving your full opinion might not be the calling. <laughs> like there are times yeah. where I'm like, this, this person's true. not here for the truth. And again, like I, I don't, I don't force anything. Like if you're not here for the truth, I'm not going to tell you the truth. I will let you I'll let play. you live in your delusion. I, I will. Like, who am I to take away, like to tell you that you have on the clothes? Like if you like being naked out here <laughs> in these streets, then listen, you look good to me. <laughs> I'm like, it's funny because I feel like I'm like a kid. And as much as like I'm, I have to, I have to stop calling myself a kid because as much as I am useful, I'm not a kid. But it's like when I'm in, you know, corporate where it's full of older, older folks, you know, grown different generation, older folks, you know, that have been in corporate pretty much my entire existence. Mm-hmm. Um, It's so interesting because it's just like, I'll be like, who hurt you, bro? Who like, hurt why you? Why are you, why are you talking like this? Like... <laughs> This is how you talk to people, yep, bro. That like, is who hurt you. But then I'm like, this ain't for me to fix. I ain't here for that. Girl, mm. Not your calling. Let, Let it be. Do what I gotta do. Make the impact that I can make. Connect with the folks that want to connect. Then I let y'all just flow. But you would be surprised. People will. People recognize when they're in your energy. They recognize they when do. they're off, and they they will recognize that like when they want to like wake up and be real, they will come to you. It's just like hold your energy, stay true to to your moment, moment by moment, and that's the best you can do. Don't really. don't look back and judge it. <laughs> Sometimes I just look at life, and I'm just like, it just seems like it's so much. I'm just like, it's a lot of work. And you gotta do this every day. You just gotta keep. And I'm doing like, it. I don't even know how long. I was like, how long is this gonna be? I can't even tell you. I don't even know when my last day is. I'm just like, every day we gotta go through this every day, and then I gotta be like, yeah, yeah, yep. But here's here's the full circle on it. You better treat death as your trusted advisor. Like if you feeling like every day is, you might want to shift your every day. Maybe we need to have a whole separate pod for death because like. I definitely, I feel like one of those people that suffer from fear of death, like, I'll think, like, I'll literally try and sit there and think about how do I feel about myself not existing, mm-hmm. and I just, like, but Harsha, you, how my, could you, like, my brain goes speechless, like, I just don't know how to feel, like, because if you didn't exist, like I'm so used to existing, like, if you didn't exist, then, repeat that, if you didn't exist, then none of us would exist. Like if you, if we're talking about who you really are, like there's no way for you to not, like if you, because of you, there's everything. If there is no you, there is nothing. nothing. And so, yeah, we should just sit down and talk about death because you literally, like when you die, nothing happens. Nothing changes. Nothing. But there's like something about that that's like, relaxing and also like scary as hell but yeah let's we could save that for another pod because <laughs> I, I know it's late by you and i do want you to be able to go to sleep and get like you know a full eight hours but like 
Yeah, death is one of those things. Watch Midnight Gospel. You, I think you would like it. It's crazy. It's totally out of left field. It's definitely for people tripping on acid. But I will say it is beautiful. It's like absolutely incredible. They talk about stuff that I wish like the rest. I wish like this is what people did. Every, like this is what I wish the cooler talk would be about. You know, when people be like talking at the coolers <laughs> in corporate. I'm like, can we talk about death? I'm like, okay, guys. So we're all dying. So what are we going to build today? Yes. I love it. We only got one life. Let's not build shitty stuff, right? Let's, let's build something wild and cool and that will give the people some crazy. Like, let's go all in. That's literally the kind of energy I feel like I bring. Yeah. Yes, yes. But I love it. I'm like, and when I am this way, like, it feels different than when I'm not this way. You know, like, it's a clear, like, just. Yeah. Yeah. Girl. Allow yourself. Allow yourself to be that way. Oh, my gosh. Because it's such a vibe. Right? Like, even in this it moment, is. like, everybody who will listen to this will be like, oh, something shifted for just a moment there. <laughs> like, it's as chill as you are, you went like deeper chill. Like, oh. <laughs> Mr. 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 Mr.